0: Hey there everybody, welcome to Up All Night for Anthology Podcast. My name is Cortland, and with me today is the guy that's secretly a Karen, the one who's always breaking mirrors and gatekeeping the truth. The true Celine Stan. It's Brandon. How you doing, Brandon?
1: God, I love Celine. I'm doing good, Cortland. How are you? I'm doing good. I just realized like when I said that last part, I sounded a little bit like Cher.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh. Let's let's do the whole podcast like Cher. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't really, I can't do much share here, Brandon, I don't know, she believes in love after love or whatever, I don't know, I love that song. Anyway, how you doing, Brandon, how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing fine, just fine.
1: Awesome, are you ready to talk about the finale for Are You Afraid of the Dark again? Yeah, back Back to, as of now, the actual last Are You Afraid of the Dark thing in existence. Yeah, episode 104, how exciting, but first, Brandon, but first, how was your week? Yeah. Oh, you know, same old, same old. Nothing. nothing exciting. Yeah, yeah. Well, before we started recording,
0: we talked about how ridiculous uh, grocery prices are, with eggs going up to like a billion dollars. So yes,
1: the it's the new currency. So what are you eating
0: these days? Soda sandwiches. <laughs> oh, you know,
1: eggs, egg sandwiches oh, You're with the egg one. bread. <laughs> it's you. You're that. You oh, have. All I got the them eggs. chickens,
0: baby. <laughs> I mean, shoot, these days, I'm probably sure everybody's like, i want to get chickens. I'm to yeah, make them free. Solid investment. Ah, chickens. Does Australia pretty much... even have
1: chickens? Well, yeah, they're poisonous, but you just, ah, you Of know, course. <laughs> you put, like, little gloves on them. Yeah, on you their, don't touch their, their beaks, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man, Brandon, what a week it's been. I don't remember anything that happened. It's been all a blur, but, like. I remember watching
1: great. Are You Afraid of the Dark?
0: Oh, dude, I think I watched Are You Afraid of the Dark, too. That was a solid 45
1: minutes of my time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing going on, man. There's no good movies in the movie theaters.
1: Nothing fun happening. It's it's truly January, you know? Yep. Peak January. What a The year starts again, and you realize you got to do this whole year thing all over again. Ugh. We're in it now, folks. We're in it for the long haul here, man. But hey, you know what? We're going to start up Tales from the Crypt next week. I'm super
0: fucking excited for it.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Can't wait. It's going to be adult. It's going to be spooky, hopefully maybe. I don't remember. I only watched like two episodes growing up. I literally have molest. no idea what to expect. Ah, so good. I expect lots of creativity. And if I don't get it, I'm going to take a
1: time machine back to 1989. I'm going to say, "Hey, I'm going to be so mad at you if it's not creative and spooky and cool." <laughs> It has to be all three. I'm sure it'll be. If it's be only great. two of them, I'm going to be like, oh, thank you, Cortland, for making me spend like a year and a half of my life talking about this terrible show.
0: <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be great, right? It's going to be awesome. But we got to get through Are You Afraid of the Dark first, Brandon. Gosh, I don't know. Do you want to just talk about it? I don't mean, you know. That, answer that's and what we're that. here for, sure. All right, all right, all right. So we watched the last episode of uh, Ghost Island, Brandon.
1: It was. Uh... You know What did you think about it? Tell me everything. Tell me now. It was an ending to the story.
0: Yes, it was.
1: <laughs> the, the Tale of the Other Side, this one's called. Yeah. And uh, that name makes it sound exactly like what we've been saying this whole time. They're all going to go to this other side. They're going to fight this ghost. It's going to be Kick-Ass mm-hmm. and... We didn't really get any of that.
0: No, nah, we don't get a lot of the other side. In fact, only one character goes to, quote, unquote, the other side, which we knew about in the last episode because you got stuck in the mirror. Yeah. Um, It's a room that's blue. You know, this This episode had some choices here in the editing, and uh, we'll talk about it, of course, later. But when I watched it, because I watched the episode first just so I can I can know who's going to be talking, what the important parts to put in my notes are, and then I go back later and I do my notes, and it makes it a lot easier, and I'm going to continue doing it that way. But when I watched it and got done with it, I was like, fuck, I don't want to do the notes for these. Because there's a lot of talking in this episode. There's a lot of back yeah. and
1: forth talking. They have to wrap up. I mean, it's not a lot. Like, the the story's not that, like, complicated. Nah. But, you know, you got, they gotta wrap some things up. Mostly relationships and... Yes. Yeah, Characters have to be like, you like me? I like you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, you want to just kind of get into it? You want to finish this up? Yeah, let's start
0: from the top, man. All right, let's start from the fourth part. All right, well, our Ghost Island finale starts up in another flashback, which I think all of them have so far. This time we're at the hospital with Kayla, Bella, and Sama. And they're playing a game where they all have their hands on an upside-down clip. And they're basically playing truth or dare with this one. Mm -hmm. Kayla asks if Bella has ever shoplifted, and she says, No, but in the third grade, Leo and I stole the nose off Zeke the Clown. and never gave it back. Zeke the Clown. And I played that over and over again because I was like, no, certainly they would say Zebo, but they don't. as They say Zeke for sure.
1: Did they really? Because I put in my notes Zebo because I heard Z and I was like, of course it's (laughs) Zebo. Not, Why would I'm, it be anything else?
0: I'm like 99.9% sure that they said Zeke the Clown, which um, seems like a mistake, but you know what? Who fucking cares? I'm sure some people out there will. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it like, enraged a couple of people, but not me, you guys. I was like, okay, next. I got to do these notes. Uh, the girls laugh about this, and Bella asks Summer who her secret crush is. Oh, my God. Summer says that it's care. obviously it's it's Luke McCoy, Brandon, and the glass moves a little bit. Which means she's lying. They ask her if it's Ferris, and she says no, so the glass moves even more. And Bella tells her that the ghost says that you're lying. Summer's all, no way, you're the one moving it. (laughs) Because that's what you do when you're playing, you know, demon games. You're like, you're the moving it, I know it. You have to, it's legally required. If I ever played a horror, you know, (laughs) summoning demon game with you, I'd be like, Brandon's not moving it. You have to do that. Then Summer turns to Kayla and asks her a terrible question, Brandon. She asks, what's her biggest fear?
1: Yeah. Uh, sh- she should know her <laughs> friends well enough to not ask that question.
0: I, I Look, I, I was like, what the fuck,
1: Summer? And also, Summer, you didn't answer the last question, so you don't get to go. I know. I thought that, too. Summer's cheating over here.
0: What a... What a Insensitive question to ask your friend Whose sister is dying Like obviously her biggest fear is like Either her sister dying or death in general Like get get the fuck out of here
1: Yeah Summer what the hell Read the room which is like literally a hospital room Well we can't see any of the room Because it's so fucking white But
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it is Because there's beeps and like boops and stuff Like it's hospital sounds The girls stop for a second because they all know Her biggest fear is losing Bella <laughs> Kayla doesn't want to say that, though, so she has to do a dare, which is picking up the cup and seeing the ghost. So she picks it up, she looks through it like a telescope and pans the room, and then we see a ghost. And she gasps, and she drops the glass, and it shatters on the ground. And we quick cut over to Kayla on the other side of the mirror. And she's cold, and she's banging on it to try to get out of the mirror. And she hears a voice say, Kayla? And out walks her twin sis, Bella.
1: Yep. I mean, it's been building up to this for three episodes now so
0: i mean we knew it was gonna happen it's very much uh it's the parent trap though because it's the same actress playing two roles and i think it has been the whole time right even when she was a little baby um, i think so yeah whatever we cut to the intro and uh you know i love the i think the intros that they do for the new reboot seasons are really good i think they're cool
1: yeah they are
0: with cutter because we cut the cutter he's crouched in front of the mirror and says May we all come to a peaceful end and leave our debts to our friends, I think? I don't know. He gets up and he puts a cloth over the mirror saying it's time to put, see it back in the mirror. And he goes over to Kayla's little backpack and he rifles through it wondering where the diary is. And then he gets pissed because it's not there and he whips a table against a wall. And in the mirror world, that table just blasts away. Like, what happens in the real world happens in the mirror world. Yeah. and It's a uh, cool,
1: uh, cool thing
0: it is but i have a problem with it later oh bella tells her it's all good don't worry like tables just move sometimes (laughs) kayla touches bella to make sure that she's real and then they they get a little hug and they crumple to the ground and kayla wonders how this is possible and bella gets up saying kayla should come sit down kayla's all i know what that means
1: mom told us to sit down when the cat moved to florida and we all know what that means was she never told to sit down in like any normal circumstances?
0: No, it's only when people are dead or there's bad news.
1: <laughs> she was never in school and the teacher was like, "All right, sit down class." And she's like, "Oh no." No, the Kayla I know did. what this
0: means.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Kayla wonders if she's dead and Bella's all, "I mean, only sorta." Kayla wants to know more, so Bella tells her that she's still alive, but in the world of the dead, so welcome to the other side. I'm going to say that's dead. Bella is very nonchalant when she talks to Kayla. I would have expected her to be a little bit more like, oh my god, I'm back, I can't wait to talk with you, you know, but she's just kind of, she's just kind of nonchalant about everything. It's a little odd. She's all business. She is, right? With Cutter, he's walking out of room 13 when he's jump scared by Betty Ann. And he's all, you shouldn't sneak up on people. By the way, you ever, you know where Miss King is? I don't know where she's at. And Betty Ann points to the mirror and Cutter snatches her speaking spell, saying, well, we can't have you talking then, can we? <laughs> he walks down the hallway, he's crunching on glass, and he passes by the ghost maid who's vacuuming it up. And he tells her that she missed a spot and keeps walking. And I think that's really funny. He's such yeah. a snarky bitch. I love it. <laughs> he's the king of ghosts. He's so funny. Missed a spot? Well, yeah, of course she missed a spot. There's glass everywhere. (laughs) Betty Ann doesn't like that shit. Hire living people. Nah. Oh my gosh, it's like in Dream Girl. Remember when the bowling alley's like, oh, this place fixes itself. (laughs) It's like, yeah, because you don't pay this dude, he's a ghost. (laughs) It's exactly like that. With Summer and Ferris, they drive the golf cart up to the front and get off as Max and Leo arrive. And uh, Summer, like, she's all like, ah, the bike's over there, because Ferris is apparently a terrible driver um ferris is excited that leo's still alive you know unless he isn't and he hugs him saying that he loves and accepts him just the way he is leo's not dead but he loves that support summer's all that was the scariest shit ever and max asks if the graveyard was that bad but she says nah ferris is driving leo asks if they found cutter's tomb but she says it was empty and they wonder if someone else has robbed the grave but ferris thinks maybe it's been empty this whole time Now, Stanley, I'm going to refer to him as Cutter because that's who he is. So Cutter runs up and Leo says, Stanley, where's Kayla? Cutter's such an asshole. We cut over to Kayla and the other side and we see her old photos of Bella getting whipped around in the wind. And the two sisters sit down. And this part is really weird, Brandon. How so? Because there's a lot of repeated lines that are like set in different locations. Like Kayla says, what's this place? Three times in a row. Oh, okay. So she's like, "What's yeah. this place? What's this place? What's this place?" Of her, like one of them is her standing, one sitting next to Bella, and another's like in a bed or something. And I don't know what they were really going for for this. It's an interesting choice, and it happens a few times while we're in the other side. Do you know what they were really going for with this?
1: Um, maybe it's like time and space has no meaning in this other side.
0: Okay, I like that. It's like I like, like the everything idea. Everything
1: everywhere all at once. Have you seen that movie yet? I just watched it yesterday. Oh, how was it? Was it good? It was amazing. I got to see it.
0: Somebody told me that they cried from it. Is it sad or is it just like really beautiful? Um, I mean, I, I could see crying during it. Okay. I want to watch it. I just haven't yet because I hear it's amazing. Um, I like this, but I just feel like it kind of came out of nowhere a little bit. Like it would have been interesting if we saw like Lucia doing this too. Because there's a lot of, like, flashbacks of, like, her talking to Bella and Bella's, like, baby Bella being like, yeah, you know, and it's just kind of weird.
1: It's probably just to make this scene slightly more dynamic. I think you're right. And not just two characters sitting and talking.
0: Yeah, it's a choice. And uh, I think overall it it works, I guess. But, I don't know, it was just weird to me.
1: Bella lays down on the bed saying, When people pass, they... Crossover, crossover, crossover to
0: the other side. Some people don't though because they're afraid or they have some unfinished business. Mm-hmm. I learned and this they from get Casper. stuck in a place like this. God. Every life lesson you've ever learned is from Casper, isn't it, Brandon?
1: <laughs> Pretty much. God damn.
0: Well, this is basically limbo, I guess, because they get stuck in a place like this. And Kayla's also I got I got stuck in Lucia's room in room thirteen. And we flash back to Baby Bella <laughs> saying, Yes. <laughs> There's a lot more like imagery and stuff in this episode, and I didn't write a lot of it down because it cuts to like earlier parts in the episode and the Book of Shadows opening up and stuff, but you know, the, you can just watch it. With the rest of the game, Cutter tells her Kayla's safe in room 13, but Kayla lost the diary and we don't remember the spell. Max tells him, it's cool, baby, I remember the spell. But Stanley yells at him, calling him Bruce Willis? Yeah. Is that something?
1: Uh, yeah, because Bruce Willis is dead in the sixth sense.
0: Oh, right, right, okay. I was like, Die Hard, maybe? I've never seen Die Hard. Maybe there's a spell in Die Hard? Pretty sure there's not.
1: <laughs> there should be. <laughs> yeah, Die Hard just needs magic, I think, right? <laughs> it would it would definitely resolve the plot a bit quicker.
0: <laughs> but we can't trust his memory because he just remembered that he is dead. Which is a good point. Know. We gotta find that diary, though. So Summer wonders what the fuck he's on about because Kayla gave her that diary. And Leo interrupts saying, you know what, who fucking cares? We don't have Cutter's compass, so we can't save Lucia. But Cutter tells them that they can at least save themselves. With Bella and Kayla, Bella tells her that she's trapped. Kayla asks if Bella's trapped too, but Bella tells her, nah, I had a dope life and I was able to cross over, no probs. My spirit's here because you're here. And wouldn't her spirit be here be- I mean, she's right, but like because Kayla summoned her, yeah?
1: Um, I'm not sure. It seems like she can kind of just... Hang out if she wants.
0: You're right, yeah. ghost logic. Kayla yells at Bella because she never visited her, and she waited a bunch, but she never came. Bella answers that question with a question, asking why she stopped telling stories with the Midnight Society, because she was always there. She adds in that it's time for Kayla to move on, but to promise her to keep telling stories. Also, quit ghosting your friends to take a look at old photos of me, because that's creepy. Also, also, she wants her hoodie back. (laughs) So she... She said, take that It's job. a nice
1: hoodie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Look, I'm in a hoodie right now, and if I were dead, I'd want it back. <laughs> so hmm, she got a point. She grabs that hoodie, and she snuggles with it a little bit. And Kayla wonders, what now? And Bella tells her that it's time to say goodbye. And this makes Kayla sad, as it should. And she says, yeah. so I won't be able to see you again. And Bella comforts her, knowing that they'll be reunited again one day. And if she ever misses her in the meantime, to just remember that she's the girl in the mirror, which I thought was super sweet. And the entire scene ends with Kayla placing her hand on the mirror and saying goodbye to Bella, as if, like, she was, you know, just talking to herself the whole time. Then she hears the rest of the gang arguing, so she gets up. Outside, the gang is still yelling at Cutter, telling him he's wrong and about putting Lucia back in the mirror, and Cutter's all, you know what, shut up, kids, we gotta get this thing back in there. And Max steps up, saying that she has a name, and it's Lucia. And Cutter
1: screams, Yeah, he acts the hell out of that line. He's a
0: good actor. I like him. You know, I gotta say, I think all the kids do a good job in this season.
1: Yeah. He says, we
0: have to stop her, or you, me, and everyone on this island is gonna die. And Leo's all, this shit ain't right. But Cutter tells them it's their only option. Max looks up, and he sees something in the mirror to room 13. I'm sorry, in the window to room 13, which is what, Uh, Kayla did at the beginning of uh, Ghost Island when she got there Mm -hmm. Cutter notices Max not paying attention So he asks if he's on board and he nods And then they go to work getting Lucia back In that mirror Cutter kind of looks up at the window like who is that You know because he knows The kids and Cutter bust into room 13 and Summer Immediately asks where Kayla is And with Kayla We hear the door slam so she gets up And she goes next to the mirror to listen Cutter lies saying oh weird Uh, She was right here then he doubles down and he says that she's probably in danger somewhere in the hotel. And then all the guys, they got to go and get her friend, you know? Yeah. He says, you know what? I'll take the diary. I'll see this through. In the mirror world, Kayla sees what's going on. So she runs to the door and she locks it, which locks it in the real world. Because I guess what happens in the fake, I mean, the ghost world happens in the real world. Cutter grabs some candles in front of the mirror and he starts heading to the bathroom. <laughs> Summer asks "What? why they can't just use this big old mirror right here. But Cutter tells mm-hmm. her to stop, and it can't be used since Danny Phantom over there cracked it. He just <laughs> loves he just loves calling Max all sorts of shit. Yeah, and I love it. It's pretty great. I, I do love that they said Danny Phantom, because we made that joke, too. We're so funny.
1: Yeah, we thought of it first. <laughs> right. With Kayla,
0: she grabs the phone on the ground, and she calls room 13. And the phone in the real room 13 rings, so Max picks it up saying hello. But Cutter grabs that shit away from him. And he shatters it on the floor.
1: (laughs) It's a fucking nutcase. He's
0: he's ridiculous. The problem I have with that, though, is that for some reason it doesn't shatter it in the mirror world. Like, I would have loved it if the the phone in Kayla's hand just, like, exploded.
1: (laughs) That would have been awesome.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I I wish it would have happened. Cutter tells them it's a trick from Lucia, but Max asks why she would trick us. Like, she's out of the mirror. She's not in the mirror world. What the hell is going on? He walks over to the bathroom when the radio starts playing, so he yells to turn that shit off, but, like, Station 109.1 is playing, and it's the radio station for the Dimensionally Challenge, so, like, you gotta listen in, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In the mirror world, Kayla finds the absolute perfect song, which is Celine Dion getting touched of like this. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, curses, it was just out of my brain, and now it's back in there.
1: <laughs> yeah. But... I don't mind.
0: No, I could listen to it over and over again, honestly. It's like a seven-minute song on YouTube, though, Brandon. It's a long one. Leo quickly turns that dope-as-hell song off, and Max the hell, asks, Leo? Right, why did he do that? Max asks why he turned off his favorite jam, and Leo's good like... Question.
1: You think some 300-year-old ghost just happens to be a Celine stan? Because that song's awesome? I know, right? It transcends time. Like, you could be 300 years old and hear good new songs. Like, she's not like, ah. Uh, I only listen to folk songs from 1600s. Songs <laughs> of the 1600s were probably terrible. If she s- listens to Earth, Wind, and Fire, she's going to be like, this oh shit gosh. is dope. It doesn't matter when you were born.
0: Do you remember the 21st of September, Brandon? Every year. Oh, my God. It's such a beautiful song. I love it.
1: Um, So Stan,
0: Brandon, like a Celine Stan. I wasn't Mm -hmm. sure what that meant because I'm old, you know, which, uh, so I Googled it and I found out that it means that they're an obsessive fan. Yeah. I didn't look up simp though, right? Because we don't say that word. (laughs) Cutter tells Summer to give him the diary because it is time, but Summer says only if he promises to help us Uno reverse card the spell. Kayla runs around the room and sees like a glass on the table. So she grabs it and moves it as Stanley lies about helping them after he's done you know, putting Lucia back in the mirror.
1: He's trying very hard to be like, everything's still cool, baby. Let's just let's just all stick to the plan, even though he's like out there smashing phones and flipping tables.
0: <laughs> yeah, he
1: does a really great job of seeming very desperate. <laughs> he's like a a boiling pot with like a lid on top of it, just shaking and uh, it's not working. no it's not
0: it's surprising to me that the kids don't really pick up on the fact that something's wrong here but it takes kayla being being a ghost kind of to knock some sense into summer because she sees the glass moving and says nah we need to wait for kayla first cutter assures summer that kayla is fine so kayla in the mirror world moves the glass again and summer sees that again asking what he did to her and that the ghost over there says that he is lying so Cutter straight up just snatches that diary away from her and runs to the bathroom, which has a mirror in it. Mm-hmm. Summer realizes Kayla's in trouble and runs over to the table saying, It's the old game Bella and her used to play when then with this talk to ghosts and this tell you when you're lying. Remember from the flashback, guys? So she she asks, like, Okay, I'm talking to Lucia, and the glass moves. So that's a lie. She says, Okay, I'm talking to Kayla, and then the glass stands still, so that's the truth. And the kids wonder aloud where Kayla is, and Max looks at the mirror and hears some banging on it, and he comes to the conclusion that she's in the mirror. And then the kids freak out a little bit, saying that they gotta get her out. Yeah. I think that works really well, like, them realizing Kayla's in the mirror that way, but I kind of wish that that glass thing would have happened in, like, the second episode, maybe? Yeah.
1: Yeah, would have been better.
0: So they, they, they're like, oh, we can't get her out, we don't have anything of Kayla's, right? But Leo says, oh, I have this ring that I borrowed from her in the first episode, which is really cool. Like, that's a very, very quick thing. Like, hey, can I borrow this ring? And you don't think about that ever again, which I thought was done, like, really well. And um, they get work on that spell to get her out of the mirror because Max remembers it, remember? Mm-hmm. Which, granted, it's a very, very, very simple spell. Max recites a spell saying, uh, start with a mirror. In the bathroom, Cutter's doing the same thing. So we get kind of this, like moment where the kids are doing their part of it and then it's cutting over to cutter doing his part of it they light a match summer lights one max knocks on on the window once as cutter does the same then they knock twice and the gang calls out kayla which again that is such a simple spell yeah. I a, i've already done it like six times it doesn't work <laughs> um she appears in the mirror and bangs on it and cutter calls out lucia and she appears right behind cutter Kayla starts writing on the mirror that Stanley is Cutter, and in the bathroom, Cutter and Lucia are are kind of struggling, because Lucia's trying to get Cutter to touch the mirror so that he has to go back in, and he's not having any of that, because, like, he bites her, because that is the ultimate defense. (laughs) Good for him. I mean, hey, you got teeth, you got to use them. (laughs) He ends up, like, pushing uh, Lucia's hand into the mirror, which traps her in it again.
1: (laughs) You fool. Oldest trick in the book. (laughs) Right. I mean, like, he didn't expect her to come
0: up behind her, but like he got the jump on her. Teeth always win. He breathes for a second, and we cut over to Kayla finishing her note to the gang, and they find out that Stanley is Cutter. Cutter walks out of the bathroom, and Summer's all, We trusted you! And he says, No, you didn't, or you wouldn't have come into room 13 in the first place. And he walks out of that room, saying that he hopes they enjoy every last minute of their stay in the hotel, and he locks them inside room 13. In the linen closet, he laughs, and he turns the light off. And then we kind of get just like this part where the the kids are just defeated in the room and they're all just like lounging about saying that no one even knows that this room exists and how the hell are they going to get out of here? Max is holding on to a figure of like a a head is the best way that I can describe it as like a ball head thing. It might have been what he threw at the mirror in episode two.
1: Probably. There's not that much stuff in that room.
0: No, there really isn't. (laughs) They've taken away a lot of things. Leo just snatches that though, and he says that he's gonna bust Kale out of that fucking mirror. But Max stops him saying, No, that won't work. Remember, he tried it last time, and Lucia came out as a monster. I just assumed that she was a monster because she spent so yeah. much time in the other world, like
1: the other realm. She was already a monster in there. Like, we saw her coming up to the inside of the mirror, and she was a monster.
0: Yeah, so like... it wasn't
1: coming out that
0: made her that way. That's what I thought, too. So I think that if they did throw the ball at the mirror and shattered
1: it even more, it would have been fine. But hmm. I mean, I it know. might have brought out Lucia again also. Because <laughs> she's just in the mirror-, mirror world, like, with Kayla right now. They should well, be she's, hanging out.
0: She's in the bathroom, though, Brandon. Totally different. No, it's it's
1: just <laughs> one
0: one other side. It's a good point. I didn't th- really think about that one. Because we don't really see Lucia again for a while. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, like, if Kayla just stood up and, like, walked into the bathroom in her, the other side, Lucia would just be chilling there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't do that, though. <laughs> that no. That would have been interesting, but they don't, they don't explore that. Summer agrees with Max saying that they wouldn't bring back Kayla, but something else. And Leo wonders aloud what the hell they're going to do now. Nothing? No, there has to be another way. Ferris tells them that it's got to be a trade. Kayla can't come out if someone else doesn't go in. Leo gets sad and he's like, Oh, it was my fault in the first place that she's here. I didn't want her to have a sad girl summer. So I'll I'll go. Like I'll he offers up his soul to go into the mirror. Summers all no, I'll do it. But Ferris yells, No, none of us are gonna go into the mirror. That's cray cray. Max stands up saying, ah, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, of course. Right, I mean, Like, next, I'm sitting there while no, all sorry. these
1: living children are like, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. And it's like, fucking dude, there's a ghost right here. He's already dead. <laughs> go uh, to the other side, Max. God's sake.
0: I mean, it's the logical choice.
1: Imagine if he just stood by and let one of these other kids go in. <laughs> It, it was just like, so it's so brave. It's so brave, Summer. <laughs> You're just such an asshole. <laughs>
0: they wonder aloud like if this is even going to work at all because he's a ghost and he's not a living person but max is like well you know cutter stepped over the other side and he was a ghost so yeah it should work because like rules don't really matter it's fucking no, magic you so... just
1: knock twice and say a name and that's it. it does not matter summer comes up with a brilliant
0: plan that they've actually had for like an entire episode now that they'll get cutter to go into the mirror so that kayla can come out <laughs> but they're not cool. sure how they could do that because you know cutter's not there But Max is all, look, this isn't going to be easy. We're talking about a guy that literally cheats death. He's already duped us. At least if I go in the mirror, at least you'll get Kayla back. Ferris is all, but if you go, you'll be stuck forever. Max knows, child. But he also knows that these guys are great and the four of them will figure something out to save the day. It's the best shot they got and the way it's got to be. Leo tells him that he'll come back for him and then they start kind of crying and hugging and stuff. It's super sweet. Leo tells Max that he sees him. Max walks up to the mirror and lights a match saying, Long live the Midnight Society. With Kayla, she's crumpled on the ground and she hears a knock on the door, and then another. So she puts her hand on the mirror and it cuts to a bunch of images from the episode thus far, and then Kayla is poof in the real world. And Max briefly flashes in the mirror and then he disappears. And she freaks out that Max is in the mirror and the gang is all, nah, it's okay, Kayla. It's alright. Yeah. He's dead. Exactly. He's back in the mirror where he should be. <laughs> Kayla's all, no, this is all Cutter's fault. And then they hear some noise coming from the door, and it opens up, and Betty Ann is there. And Kayla smiles at her, saying that they could really use some more friends like her. And then she gets a great idea and says, that's it. We need more friends. More friends like Max. That's how we end this, Brandon.
1: More ghosts.
0: More friends. I mean, we could all use some more friends, right? Even if they're ghosts.
1: Eh. I have enough trouble keeping up with the friends I have now.
0: Well, you know what? You did go to the movies without me in Australia, Brandon, so you got enough friends. Yeah, too many. (laughs) And I went to that escape room without you. (gasps) We're growing apart, Brandon. We should start a podcast.
1: (laughs) We got to save this friendship.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We cut to Cutter placing a mirror up in the lobby and he's checking out his hair. And then something walks behind him, so he looks around for a second. And then the speaking spell spells out danger. And he walks down the hallway and sees a speaking spell on the ground, so he smashes that shit, Brandon. He's got some rage issues. I just
1: love smashing shit in this episode, and I love it. When we were kids, we used to break
0: shit in my basement all the time. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just what you do, but Stanley, arrested development, man. He's still a teenager. (laughs) He's breaking shit all over. I
1: could watch 45 minutes of him just being like, a snow globe, Smash! find china smash
0: (laughs) he's the one starting up those grinder videos on youtube where you just throw shit in grinders you know and i will i would watch it
1: yeah all of them
0: Hey there everybody, Cortland here, your good buddy and your favorite other cider. Thank you so much for joining us today. Whether this is your first episode or you've listened to everything we have, we're just so thankful for you spending some time with us. We're officially at the end of Are You Afraid of the Dark? At least for now anyway. With the conclusion of Ghost Island, we've covered all 104 episodes of the show. So next week we'll be starting up our newest series, which is going to be Tales from the Crypt. If you're interested in listening early, you can become a patron at patreon.com/privateisland. We've got the first episode already up, with the second on the way soon. On top of that, there's a bunch of bonus episodes and content there to enjoy. I'd like to take a moment to thank the current patrons, The Bronze Beth, Venice Witch, Tristan, Redemption, Lyle, Eddie, Ray, and Preston, The Silver Goth, Steven, Mr. Normal, Matt, Lindsay, Aaron, Brittany, Rachel, and Meredith, The Golden Day Days, Sarah, Matthew, Faith, Christy, and Angela, and The Platinum Bostics, Kathy, Farron, Bryce, and Brian. Thank you for your support, everybody. Brandon and I truly appreciate it. For all the latest information, give us a follow on Twitter at UANpod and on Instagram at Podcast. I post content for every episode for you to enjoy and to laugh at, of course. There's tons of memes, gifs, videos, and so much more that Brandon and I have made over the past few years. I'm also working on being much more active on our Discord channel, as that does seek some traffic due to the streaming I do on Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash I play a variety of games including Resident Evil, Dead by Daylight, Tetris 99, and soon to be the newest Theater Rhythm game from Final Fantasy, which I cannot wait to stream. So I hope you stop by and say hello! I know I've talked about it a few times already, but the 100k giveaway is finally ready to go, and I'll be releasing all the information on it next week once we officially begin Tales from the Crypt. I got a few really great items that I really think you'll enjoy. I'd like to take a moment to thank the Benevolent Badger for their work on the music for our show. Aside from this themed dating star from Undertale, composed by Toby Fox, I'd also like to thank Brandon for his work on the artwork. I'll be revealing the Tales from the Crypt artwork very soon. With that, I'll let you get back to the finale of Ghost Island and Are You Afraid of the Dark? Thank you so much for listening in, and I will talk with you again soon. Bye, everybody. He tells Batty Ann to come out because she isn't scary, and someone in the distance walks by dressed as a ghost, and Cutter complains that after 40 years, you think that she come up with a better costume. He turns around, and there's another ghost behind him, and it startles him. So he turns around again, and the speaking spell says, You are in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking spells are dumb. They're creepy. We see Ricky with... The mom and her baby, because she's got her baby back, and the witch doctor comes out, and they want to know what's all the hubba, you know?
1: Yeah. I'd like to see Betty Ann be like, oh, shit. Hey.
0: <laughs> hey, Mom, I haven't seen you <laughs> in 40 fucking years, even though we are in the same hotel. What's the haps? <laughs> Turns out that they know everything now, and Cutter's the reason they're all there. So Cutter explains that Lucy is the monster and no. he's just trying
1: to protect them. No, Look, I will admit. Cutter is an asshole. Yes. But Lucia started all of this. That's true. She was like, "Oh, I'm sad that my, you know, it's complicated. They're, they never uh said they were boyfriend and girlfriend, but uh <laughs> he's dead and I'm going to steal this book and, you know, not really read it. I'm just going to skim it and do this spell from satan and uh you know it went wrong and it's all her fault
0: it is all her fault i just don't understand why cutter stayed on the island you know like does he like the whole like imprisonment thing like is that what he gets off on i don't get
1: it i don't know once he comes out of the other side is he free to just be a person i think so like he is still a ghost right he's just a ghost on this side
0: yeah it sounds like it because he has lived
1: for, like, 300 years. Yeah, so, I mean, I think he's like Max in that he can't leave. Well, let's just keep going, because he has a lot okay. plan laying later on. The
0: mom tells him his time is up and that they're coming, and Cutter bumps into Betty Ann, who says boo, so I guess she can talk. She can say boo, at least. We see the maid in the elevator opens up and reveals another dude who we don't know, and I kind of wish that there were more ghosts in this part like a couple more people. And it reminded me, Brandon, do you remember in the first episode when we got like that song about the mirror go round going up and down and stuff? Mm-hmm. They don't play that song again. Like the creepiest song that they could play is not played again.
1: Look, they wanted Celine and there's only enough room for Celine.
0: I mean, she is a tour de force, I get it. We cut over again to Cutter and he's running on the beach and we see it's still nighttime and he plans on getting on a boat and getting away. So Maybe he could get off the island the whole time? I don't don't know. know. If you had immortality, don't you think that you would, like, go places, you know, see some sights?
1: Maybe he was afraid of the water because that's how he died.
0: That could be. That could be it. I guess that would be trauma, but they don't explore that part of it. We see another ghostly figure walking his way, but it turns out it's just Kayla who changed her clothes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They're like... (laughs) Alright, let's finish this, but first I gotta change. From behind him, walks another person in a ghost outfit, but it's summer. Leo and Ferris start walking up with torches in their hands, and they surround Cutter. Cutter's all, hello, Miss King. They call him Cutter, and he laughs about that a little bit. And he asks, what's up now? You gonna make me uh, walk the plank to the other side? Kayla tells him that she don't give a shit how, but he's going back in that mirror and Lucia's coming out. Cutter tells them, yeah, there's a problem here, though. There's no mirrors. Also, where's Casper? (laughs) Ghost boy ghosted you again? And the kids look sad and pissed, and Cutter gets it now. Max went into the mirror, Kayla got out, sacrificed himself for love, just like Lucia.
1: He says, giving up his life for love. Mm -hmm. His life was already gone. Like, I don't know how many times I have to say it, but that dude was dead. Yeah, you're right. It was a true, noble sacrifice, Brandon. Now he can't go see Scream, okay? He couldn't see
0: it anyway. (laughs) It's not in theaters. (laughs) i do like this part though because like kayla smirks at him because like you know he tried to get a one-up on him but he's like you're afraid aren't you and cutter laughs and kayla's all oh you are aren't you you're afraid to cross over and that's why you became a ghost all those years ago and why you took lucia's place and why you're running now i was like you but now i know there's nothing to be afraid of and if you cross over you'll finally be free and she offers to help him out saying like yeah we'll be there for you but Cutter doesn't want no help, okay? He pulls out a knife, and he grabs Kayla, taking her hostage. And he backs up into the water, telling the kids not to follow them. And that he's leaving the island, and Kayla's gonna help. How? I don't know, rowing the boat, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's not a rowboat. I don't know, Brandon. He's <laughs> gonna help her by being hostage, I don't know. <laughs> Cutter yells for the kids not to take another goddamn step or Kayla's shark food. And he drags Kayla to a conveniently placed boat and tells her to get in it. So the two hop up on the boat and Kayla asks what he's going to do because, you know, he doesn't need her and Cutter's all, oh, don't worry. I'll be throwing you overboard pretty soon here. Kayla looks at the water, right? And then looks at the gang and then up at the moon, you know, she's all like, come on, you guys do fucking something. And Summer and Leo get it after a beat saying, oh, it's a mirror. The water, you know, just like in the third episode, the water's going to be a mirror. So they run over to the shore and Leo picks up the torch. They knock on the water by throwing rocks in it, which I thought was a good way to emulate that. So Ferris throws one rock in the water, and then he throws another rock. Knocked once, knocks twice. Cutter's all, what the fuck? Stop that. And they call out to Lucia, and then they see her start to emerge from the water. And Cutter turns to Kayla, but she just straight up pushes him right into the water. (laughs) Yeah. It was pretty good. He starts screaming in the endless void of water, and we see him floating down as Lucia floats up.
1: It's a great shot.
0: It's really beautiful. I liked it a lot. Lucia's face starts to like slowly transform from her monstrous image to her normal face as she kind of passes by Cutter.
1: Yeah, she gets hotter and hotter as she comes up.
0: She really does, right? They stop for a moment and they look at each other before Cutter continues sinking down into the water and Lucia starts swimming up to the surface. The gang reunite and they hug and everybody's okay. Lucia floats up out of the water. Not looking wet in the slightest. And she just kind of glides along the water's surface. And I think that this shot was done in reverse or something. and I think it looks really good. Mm-hmm. She walks along the shore a couple of times and then she just kind of flashes away. And the kids laugh a little. And then remember that they got to get Max out of that fucking mirror, Brandon. Yeah. He's still in there. Oh,
1: yeah, that guy.
0: Yeah, that Max guy. He's still up all in that mirror, Brandon. They said they'd come back for him.
1: I mean, he's not a guy. He's a, He's a spirit.
0: He's a ghost. We cut to the hallway of room 13, and all the mirrors are back in place, and it looks like nothing has shattered them, and they make their way to the door, but there's nothing there. And we, this is one of those things, Brandon, you are know, like, I think we mentioned this before where they're clearly looking down a place, and they could see what we see, but it doesn't, like, they don't have any reaction until they actually get to it, and we can see that there's no door there anymore. It's just a wall.
1: Yeah. As soon as they got out of the elevator, they should have been like, what the fuck?
0: I know. Yeah <laughs> um, But they can't react until we can So they're all like wait what where's the door And Leo runs over to a hotel Employee that's in the hallway asking her to Open that door up and she asks Like oh is everything okay and Kayla says That they got to get into room 13 And the lady says that there is no room 13 So the kids argue with her a little Saying that it's right behind that wall And the lady tells the kids well there used to be a room 13 but I got torn down Years ago when they upgraded the resort sorry leo gets all and saying
1: we promised we'd get him out I, I said we wouldn't leave him there we
0: left him there i promised i'd get him out of the mirror kayla gives leo a big hug and the other kids do the same since they know this shit ain't ending so well we cut to the next day i think and the kids are all sitting on the beach in sadness and leo asks if kayla really went to the other side she says she did but it happened so fast even though it kind of didn't.
1: Happen no, fast. it didn't happen fast at all. But she, whatever, she was in Kayla. there for
0: hours. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> she was in there repeating the same words over and over again. You'd think she'd remember that.
0: There was also that point where the kids were all like bummed out and stuff, and it seemed like a, a bit of time had passed. But hmm. Summer asks if there's any part of her that wanted to stay, but Kayla tells her mm, no.
1: Is there any part of you that wished you could just be dead? <laughs> <laughs> Summer really asks the best questions, doesn't she? She does. Yeah, she's uh, odd. Just no filter on that one. <laughs> no. <laughs> she,
0: Kayla says that Bella was her other half, but you guys are my family. But Bella did want us to come here for a final ghost story so we could be together. And Leo, Leo tells Kayla that it's okay to miss her and she says <sighs> it's okay to miss Max.
1: Thanks for the permission.
0: I know, right? Leo just wishes that there was something they could have done to make sure that he's okay. Ferris suggests that they use a spell, but the gang is like, oh, fuck that shit. We ain't doing that. Leo says that he isn't going to look into another mirror for the rest of his life, and Summer laughs, saying, yeah, that'll last three minutes. Leo's all, excuse me? Are you judging me on my hour of grief? (laughs) I like that they have their banter back. They're back, and they're better than ever, Brandon.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they've been through some shit, but give it, like, four hours, and they're back. (laughs)
0: Look, they had a nice night's sleep. (laughs) They're refreshed.
1: (laughs) Kayla went to hell, but she's back and better than
0: ever. (laughs) Suddenly, a dude walks up to them asking if they know where the Midnight Society is. And Ferris walks up to him asking how he knew to ask for that specifically.
1: Is he just asking everyone on the island and he just finally got to the right people?
0: Yep, that's exactly what it is. You guys know the Midnight Society and the like vacationing families, like, please leave. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy ourselves. (laughs) He's got this letter that's addressed to them, and it says that they'll be by a fire. Which I don't think they're by the fire right now, but whatever. Nope. Leo snatches it and opens it up and reads to the Midnight Society. First of all, sorry for ghosting you again. If you're reading this, it means you still came to the island. A lot happened since I went into that mirror that day, and you're not gonna believe it. What a way to start a letter. It transitions to Max reading the note, and we cut back to the Vale in 1983. Celine Dion's playing again, and the family from the first episode is running up to the Vale Hotel. Max narrates a bit, saying that the hotel once had a haunted room. In the story, the mom with her baby and, you know, Betty Ann, they ring the bell, and this new bellhop greets her, welcoming them to the Vale. So, Was in the story, was the bellhop that was a jerk, was that Cutter?
1: I guess it must have been.
0: I think it was, too. Mom asks for a bed, but they're fully booked, and she begs for anything that they have. The bellhop says that they have one special room, and hands her the keys to room 13. The mom's all, um, this shit ain't ain't haunted, is it? And the bellhop (laughs) laughs, saying, no, nothing like that. It's only reserved for special occasions. And she thanks them, and we cut to Max working in 1996. His voiceover says that since Lucia crossed over, the curse was lifted and gave all the ghosts a second chance. Ricky and I even got to go see Scream. By the way, for not spoiling it. We see in the story Max gives Ricky a high five and then they get out of there to go see Scream. This cuts to Leo reading the letter by the poolside and in it we see a picture of Max pointing to the Rialto Theater where Scream is playing. This isn't their ending, uh, but a new beginning. The Max jokes that maybe if they find a spell to return to 1996, they can pick back everything up where they left off. Oh, boy. Wouldn't it be really funny, though, if Max was like a 50-year-old man just walking by being like, Hey, Leo!
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's what would happen if he decided to come to the island himself instead of sending this letter.
0: It'd be so creepy. (laughs) So,
1: (laughs) let's pick back up where we left off, hey, Leo! (laughs) Um, So... I guess the idea here is that retroactively, Mm -hmm. everything that Lucia did never happened,
0: right? Yeah. Like, I think what retroactively happened is that either Lucia didn't even use the spell in the first place, or she used it, but Cutter was, like, put back in the mirror pretty immediately. So nobody got poofed away.
1: Well, ignoring the fact that that tiny decision, like, hundreds of years ago would create an entirely different present, yeah, like the butterfly effect would be uh, outrageous. But Max went back to 1996, but s- kept all of his memories of being a ghost and yeah. doing this. But no one else seems to have, at least not Betty Ann and her family. No, or Ricky. they weren't. Yeah, they weren't like, oh, what the fuck? We're not going to that hotel. Fuck that.
0: Yeah, I'm not really sure.
1: The logic of it is kind of meh. This baby, this baby now has like 50 years of memories.
0: (laughs) Being a baby the whole time. (laughs) She's
1: like six months old, but has, you know, has the wisdom of a 45 year old woman. (laughs) Yeah. She's
0: seen some shit. She knows the future. She's like cell phones. They're going to be big, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Invest. Yeah, well, Betty Ann, she uh, ended up investing in uh, Bitcoin, and now she's, like, a billionaire, so it worked out for her. And then
1: she lost it all. <laughs> Poor Betty Ann. <laughs> Gotta invest in GameStop. Oh, man, Betty Ann. She probably didn't, uh, you know, with the with the
0: pandemic going on at the time, she probably didn't have access to a cell phone to steal from somebody, so she didn't know about GameStop.
1: I mean, if Lucia didn't go into the mirror, maybe the pandemic didn't happen. Oh! <gasps> Good
0: point. They never ever talk about it. Nobody ever has a mask on, so who knows? We see uh, Ferris take a drink from Jules, who's kind of flirting with him a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Ferris tells him, uh, you know, you're a horrible chaperone because there's a whole <laughs> bunch like, of crap that happened.
1: I'm glad I'm glad he pointed that out.
0: It was pretty good. She asks what happened and if she can make it up to him with a dance, but he politely rejects her advances and gives her her drink back and then jumps in the pool and swims over to Summer, saying you like me. She denies it a few times and, I don't know, it's cute I guess, but...
1: (sighs) Oh, sure, whatever.
0: Ferris likes her like that and Summer likes him like this and... We we know!
1: (laughs) (laughs) We all know! Leo
0: to rate her outfit. (laughs) Well, more importantly, Leo rates her outfit a 10 out of 10 and she's all, stop, but go on.
1: Look, I don't want anyone hearing this to be like, of course you don't care about these relationships. You're a 34-year-old man. Mm -hmm. Long-time listeners of this podcast will know that I absolutely love teenage drama. Yeah, you do. But I don't care about any of this shit. Well, we're almost done, Brandon. We can go on caring about
0: other things later. She sits down next to him and uh, saying that it's not going to be easy, but it's what he wanted. And he finally got off the island. So, come on, it's not Sad Girl Summer. Let's get up. We're on an island. And then they start dancing. And... Then they call Summer and Ferris over, and Max's voiceover says, So, Midnight Society, my advice to you is to always go headfirst into a mystery, because you'll never know who you'll meet on the other side. But that's not all, Brandon. There's more. We mm-hmm. cut over to a campfire at night where the kids mull over telling a story. They put it to a vote, and they all raise their hands, and then they giggle. Because they can't waste
1: a good campfire, Brandon. I mean, Bella literally demanded that they do it, so... That's true. It's like her last request as a, as a ghost.
0: Kayla's all... You know, tonight's a special night. When we get around the campfire to tell our stories, we all have our own special brands of terror. Some talk about witches and the occult, and it kind of pans to summer. Others talk about Lovecraft and weird science, which is Ferris. Some talk about fabulous creatures in sickening costumes, and that's Leo. Or heroes searching for the truth, which I guess is Kayla's. No two stories are alike. No two of us are alike. And that's why two of us are telling the story tonight. Brandon, does this sound familiar? It does. The kids wonder who the other storyteller is, and Kayla whispers, It's Gary! Bella. Yeah, it's Gary and Frank! (laughs) Rain's not going to keep them away this time. The kids kind of smile and look at each other, and uh, Kayla looks at the empty spot next to her, and Summer asks if she thinks Bella's really right there with her now. Kayla says, "Mm, No. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, the end. I know she is. We see Bella appear next to Kayla, as Kayla says, which is why she's going to help me tell the story tonight. And who knows who else might be listening tonight, because we now know there's spirits all around us. And we see random ass people and kids run up to the campfire, which I uh, guess are the spirits.
1: Yeah. Ghosts just want a good story.
0: They want a really great story from four children. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Kayla continues. And this story
0: is so major that it needs the best of both of us. There's magic in it. That's me and mayhem that's bella it's about an evil power so strong that it's survived over the centuries waiting to step up and spread its terror more cunning and more powerful as the years go by and in this story there's only one thing to be afraid of leo asks what kayla then says submitted for the revival of the midnight society i call this story and she blazes up the choir saying the tale of the girl in the mirror <sighs> Not Cutter's treasure, Brandon.
1: <laughs> no, uh, that's a bit of a clumsy title.
0: A little bit, especially given like the monologue she uses is from the tale of Cutter's treasure. That's what Gary and Fred yeah are saying. That fits for Cutter's treasure for the most part. I don't know how she can fit it in for the the tale of the girl in the mirror, but man, whatever, it's fine. That's the end of the episode, though, Brandon. And the end that's of the Ghost end of the Island.
1: series. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. That's the end.
0: Yeah, I love, I think the callbacks were fun.
1: Most of them. It was just just that one scene oh, yeah. with Max on the beach where I was like, oh god, please stop.
0: You know what, I talked to somebody and they were like, you know, the whole submitted for the approval thing, it kind of comes from the Twilight Zone, which Max would be probably a fan of. So that part makes sense. But the part that's the bullshit is when he's like, oh, I got to get something to you know make the fire blaze up. No, oh, you poof. don't. <laughs> no, he you had don't. to. And then they had cocoa powder for some reason. Why would they have cocoa powder there? But whatever.
1: Sad girl summer.
0: Sad girl summer. They always bring cocoa powder. I don't know. That was that was Ghost Island though, Brandon. I mean, overall, what did you think of this season?
1: It wasn't bad. I uh, like I didn't go out of my way to like look up the reactions to this season, but some of it found its way to me, and it seems like overall, this this season had its detractors, but, I don't know, there's nothing, there's nothing in this season to really hate. Nah, I agree with you.
0: Um, I think it's a good, strong season. I enjoyed it from start to finish. I think the problem is, people are much more likely to talk about what they don't like on the internet, rather than what they do like, um, which has been kind of true for the last i don't know since humanity Never. began yeah. yeah so the people that don't like it kind of speak up a little louder than the people that do like it and they get drowned out a little bit and you know love it or hate it it's more are you afraid of the dark which i think means everybody wins there's some things in this uh season that are i don't know how to say it. i mean there's the the whole relationship with max and leo which i think is a kind of a point for people of contestion or whatever but i will always say that love is love and i think that this stuff is really great for kids to see because there's kids out there that are going through emotions and they can see this playing out with them like on the tv and they can realize like oh i'm not alone these emotions are things that everybody can feel and i'm not alone in the world so i think it's great
1: everybody loves ghosts
0: well that was that was ghost island brandon we are finished with are you afraid of the dark i think we should talk about kind of some overall morals maybe we should give some suggested uh episode names for the episodes right
1: i mean overall instead of ghost island this Should have just been called Sad Girl Summer.
0: Oh, right. Yeah. Are you afraid of the dark? Sad Girl Summer. (laughs) I love that. I think, honestly, Brandon, the moral of the story is a classic here. Don't trust ghosts. Don't do it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It works in every situation.
0: Every time there's a ghost story, just do not trust them. It never works out. I mean, it ended up working out in this one, but like, come on. Most of the time, it's not going to work out.
1: (laughs) All right. Speaking spells, bad. Celine Dion, good. That's the real moral. That's the moral.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, moral of the story, don't ruin Scream for anybody. They might see it one day.
1: Yeah, I might see it one day, so don't, don't ruin don't, it for don't me. Don't
0: ruin a single thing, you guys. Don't DM me with the plot of Scream, okay? It's coming maybe someday. Let's see. So, episode titles. Let me pull up IMDb really quick. Uh, we don't have any new people to go over, so we don't have to worry about that part here. The first episode was ta- called The Tale of Room 13, which I think we did come up with some alternate names in that one. The second episode, though, is called The Tale of Teen Spirit. There wasn't any teen spirit in the second episode, Brandon.
1: No, not at all.
0: There's a quick yearbook picture of Max winning, you know, top teen spirit for some sort of high school. I don't know if this island has one or whatever, but, uh, yeah, The Tale of Breaking Glass is dope is what it should have been called.
1: You know, instead of The Tale of the Girl in the Mirror, The Tale of the Mirror Girl. Wow, Brandon, that's
0: so poignant. Is that the word? I
1: know. You just, you just like. You know, move the words around and it just sounds better.
0: Um, The next episode was The Tale of the Looking Glass, which was the spell that they used in The Book of Shadows, but they probably should have just called it, you know, The Tale of the Book of Shadows or
1: The Tale of the Wisdom Glass.
0: Done. Oh, perfect. The last one, The Tale of the Other Side. We didn't spend a whole lot of time in The Other Side, so.
1: The Tale of When It's All Coming Back to Me Now. Love it.
0: Everything should be just Celine Dion inspired. When she touches you like this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. That's that's Ghost Island Brandon. We're off the island. Next week we're gonna be starting up a new show. It's gonna be Tales from the Crypt. I'm excited. What do you like, did you watch any Tales from the Crypt growing up? None at all. Okay. I watched uh I've seen probably a total of maybe four episodes, I think, and I remember mostly none of it. I know we did watch one together that was the the Christmas episode where there's a Santa in it. That's all I'm gonna say yep. for now because it's coming up pretty quick actually. Um, I've also seen one episode that had, what was the actor who played George Bluth in Arrested Development, the grandpa?
1: Jeffrey Tambor.
0: Yeah, there's one episode with Jeffrey Tambor in it. We did a watch party a couple of weeks ago that had uh, an episode with Meatloaf in it, and those are the only episodes I can kind of remember. So everything else is going to be totally new to mo- both of us, which is exciting. This will be the first series that we're doing where one of us hasn't like grown up with it. So it's pretty exciting, Brandon.
1: Yeah. Cool.
0: Are you ready to know what the first episode of Tales from the Crypt is called?
1: Oh, boy. Yes, yes. What is it?
0: All right. Well, we start our journey in 1989, which is when the show premiered. Oh, my
1: God. That's so old.
0: Oh, my God. Everybody from 1989, what the fuck are they doing with their lives? Doing podcasts? Yuck. The episode title is The Man Who Was Death. Death? Yeah. Death as in, like, Grim Reaper. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. These are the man who was death like couldn't hear and i was like wow that's a very like kind (laughs) of boring setup for a story okay the man who was death all right yeah so uh what do you think's gonna happen in this one i think there's gonna be some guy who's like has a near-death experience and then he meets death he's like hey death what the fuck this sucks why am i dead and death's like oh you think this shit's easy (laughs) <laughs> well, why don't you try it? And then he takes over. That could be it. You know what the
0: the name immediately reminds me of a Twilight Zone episode that I've seen, where like an old woman is trying to like avoid death or whatever. Did you see that episode? You know what I'm talking probably,
1: about. Probably, probably at some point.
0: So, like, I mean, spoilers for the Twilight Zone. So if you haven't seen it. I don't know. <laughs> la 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 <laughs> la. la, la. <laughs> but like this old lady, like she's holed up in her room and she like doesn't trust anybody because death could be anyone. And uh, the story ends with, like, this young, handsome man being like, hey, girl, come on, it's time to go to the other side. And she takes her hand and takes his hand and then they go to the other side. So maybe it's something like that. I don't think that we're going to get a lot of, like, sappiness from Tales from the Crypt. I think it's going to be more so those dark I think that's what it's known for, is just, like, at the end of the day, you fucked up, this is your punishment kind of stories.
1: Put you in a void.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think we're going to get more of that. I'd be surprised if we get any you know love and love endings where love wins and stuff
1: you got a crossover man was is that, is that from something you, no Oh, okay you kind
0: of sounded like share a little bit but strap on but <laughs> <laughs> just keep slipping into share your share impression is impeccable, brandon, even though you didn't even try it's great. <sighs> All right. I think we could probably end this, Brandon. I've been up all night, man. I'm looking forward to starting up Tales from the Crypt next week. woo I know. It's so exciting. Another chapter in our podcast. So cool. But that's next week, Brandon. Yep. And now I will let you go so you can go to sleep. Yes.
1: My favorite thing. Should so the
0: best. All right, isn't that? But I will be back next week to talk, from, talk about Tales from the Crypt, Brandon. I will see
1: you later. See you then. Bye, everybody. Bye.